0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand.
1: Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. Plus, for a limited time, Broadvoice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at Broadvoice.com or call 888 332 8036. 888 332 8036.
2: Patents too, Stu, we just uh, came off of our Independence Day weekend. And uh, so I, I found this poll kind of interesting. Um, a smaller majority of Americans are extremely proud to be an American, according to a, a recent Gallup poll. It's uh, 54% are extremely proud. That's down from 70% in 2003. So Barack Obama effect? I kind of think so. I, I, am I crazy to 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 attribute a lot of that to uh, uh, what's going on now? <laughs> of course you are. Pat. Of course I yes. am. In fact, what it proves is that racist. you're a racist. Where yeah. did you get
3: that information? On the Confederate flag? Let me uh, ask you that.
2: Did you read it between the
4: stars and bars? Was Barack Obama um, president in 2003?
3: Yeah! Yes! How about that one for you? No. The answer that okay. was, was, no! higher in 2003, so of course he yeah. wasn't president. Yeah, it's kind George of
2: Bush's fault for the drop. The right. Below
3: a People okay. are Theory. still, I don't know mm-hmm. if you know this, but every negative consequence in the economy is, is George, George Bush's Bush.
2: fault, as well as this. Well, they're recovering from the worst, uh, <laughs> the worst economy in, in since Genghis Khan. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Kubla. I'm not sure which. I think one, one of the cons. The Khan family. One the of wrath the con. of
3: Khan. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been the wrath
2: of Khan. It might have been. But, but here's the thing. 27. Okay, so it's 54 percent who are extremely proud, but 27 percent are consider themselves very proud to be an American. So that's still 81 percent of Americans that are very or extremely proud to be Americans. It's actually even with the Obama effect, that's actually a pretty good percentage. I I don't know what the percentages are in other countries, but I'll bet I would wager that's among the highest in the world.
3: Well, it's interesting because if you watch the media uh, of the way this, you know, you would think it's zero. I think it's zero, or maybe five percent of those hateful conservatives uh, wave their flag, and everyone else hates it. Uh, I, you know, I on the other hand, uh, I'm a proponent. I like it. I like it here. Me too. I like it here. I just I I don't like what we're doing with the place lately, and I think that's probably what's (laughs) uh, what's reflected in your numbers. Yes, I.
2: You know, it has tainted me a little bit. Uh, Glenn spoke about this last week, that it's, it's sort of, you know, it's tainted him a little bit. I, I mean, we have seen our rights. Uh, it, it is the, it's the principles and the values of America that make it so great, right? And when those are being eroded, then naturally you're not going to be quite as proud. I mean, if, if we brought slavery back, you wouldn't be proud of that. And since we're bringing oppression back, I'm not proud of that and it does it does hurt i think a little bit and so i i don't know i this fourth of july i'm not sure if it's because i'm older or or i'm just getting beat down by this administration and the things that are going on in the world it, it, it didn't feel as you know
5: oh god it's the fourth of july i'm ready to celebrate our independence
3: did you feel that way or was it the I, same i don't know that i ever i really reacted that way uh, really you know, I, I never i you know i, I i'm proud you know i am proud of to be an American? be an American. As, Where at as least to, you know you're free. To, to quote our good buddy Lee Greenwood. <clears throat> who's, still who's still performing. In Huntington, West Virginia in right now. West Virginia. Uh, it still is <laughs> happening. That um, yeah, was 2003 as well, wasn't it? So it's It was. Been 12 that years. was the peak. It's uh, been 12 years. Maybe the rallies for America were the peak of, uh-huh. of, of the country. Uh-huh. Um, it's f- certainly possible. Um, but, like, I, you know, I feel like I don't. I don't get in as much into the, the the ceremony of it all, you know. Like I, mm. I, I like I, you know, the country to me means something because of the idea of it, and uh, you know the the flag of it is you know the flags and the fireworks are awesome. But to me, they scream summer more than they scream, you know uh you know big patriotic celebration. Obviously, it's a huge part of it, but mm-hmm. like that just you know you think of picnics and you think of you know you know gathering with family and watching fireworks. Uh, and I think I don't know. I don't know that that's changed for me. I'm and still. I, it's still better than every other crap heap on this earth. Knowing you, I,
2: I I imagine it also means World Cup World Cup soccer to you. That's what the Fourth of July screams to you, right? The Fourth of July weekend, of course.
1: World I Cup, women's World, World Cup, Cup soccer.
2: World Cup soccer and. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> And the United States playing Japan for the second consecutive. Don't care World Cup.
3: Don't care about that. Don't care that they won it three times. Don't care that someone had a hat trick apparently in there. Don't care that a couple of people are hot, but you're not allowed to say they're hot. Uh, we also learned that mm-hmm. uh, over the back. There was actually a, a big pushback. All you can say is that they kick really well. Yes, you can only say that they are. Hey, hey wow! Equal can to they, kick the, they can, wow. Mm-hmm. kick the ball? They Wow!
2: Did you see him kick the ball? That one person of non-gender specificity really could kick the ball, right? <laughs> it's
3: women's soccer. We can't say that they're women. <laughs> no. Okay. No, Stu, you cannot. I would like to see, honestly, a guy try to play women's uh, sports by just saying he identifies as a woman and see how it plays out. I'd love it. Just to, just to keep the show it. entertaining because I, I want to see it happen. I
2: think that shuts everything down. You'd have to stop the nonsense if that happened. Because they had would- a super quality soccer player suddenly come out and say, you know, Ronaldo, or whoever, from from the men's mm-hmm. you know, premier leagues. You have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> My soccer expertise runs out very quickly. It does. It runs We're about after a quarter Ronaldo. of an
3: inch. Mm-hmm. It, I don't uh, think Doe, you're even sure about the Doe part. It's no,
2: it's Ronaldo.
3: It's Ronaldo.
2: Ronaldo Anyway, If he identified as a woman and went into the game and they had to let him in, uh, that ends the whole discussion because then he dominates and then people would
3: get pissed. I probably would, although I don't know how they could be pissed. I don't either. I don't understand it. If you could identify as black or white, you can identify as woman or, or, or male. What's your problem? What's your problem? Just let them play. Yeah. Uh, it would be interesting when the entire sport was run over by men identifying themselves as women, and there was no women left in the sport, which, by the way, if uh, they allowed it, would be the outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be interesting to see what, uh, what happened at it, that point. It would.
2: I would love, I, you know, I'd love nothing more than that. I, I remember when... Um, of course, it, there is kind of a precedent for it. it, except the guy wasn't, you know, a super great tennis player. But uh, oh, yeah. remember Richards, yeah. Renee Richards in yeah, the Rene 70s, Renee Richards, he was a, it, he started out as a man and then became a woman and then insisted that they let him in on the women's tennis circuit. And originally that was resisted by everybody mm-hmm. on the women's circuit, I think, including Billie Jean King, if I'm not mistaken, really, <laughs> I think,
5: including
2: uh. her. We should look that up, Jeffy. Look that up. Let's see if, if Billy Jean King initially opposed uh, Renee Richards getting in, but eventually, it turned out. I yeah. mean, he was not that good, and he got his ass kicked or her kicked, right? Eventually. So Ooh. was he an actual pro male Ooh. player? Yeah, I think. I think they wound up. Didn't he wind up playing at least uh, like? Um, what do they call those? Uh, exhibitions. Yeah, I, I don't know if he ever actually I mean, Billy, entered a that, tournament. Billie
4: Jean was doing a lot of those, too, the exhibitions throughout the years with Chris Chrissy
2: Yeah,
3: The Billie Jean King famous match that was always, to me, ridiculous. It was like, uh, it was here, a here's Bobby, a woman uh, at the top of her game Bobby against Riggs. a guy who who was Who's, 60
2: or whatever. He was a character. Yeah.
3: You know, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was ridiculous. And he was never
2: a serious, really good star yeah. on the men's circuit. But does it say whether she opposed that or not? Uh, We'd have to probably look into that a little bit, but it'd be interesting but to uh, see. they were obviously they
4: were looking for to Renee for some comments about uh, Caitlin, and uh, oh, still alive? Renee huh? is looks great. I bet.
2: Fantastic. <laughs> That's
6: awesome. I, I bet. Made. Well, That's
2: good. That's good. she's I good to hear. You know, up there in age now. Really sure. good. And, you know, we're all really, looking worse really, for the wear. Really. Good. You know, so. Uh, interesting, though, I, I actually do care about the fact that we won 5-2. to two. Why? Our, yeah, our it's winner. exciting. Why? I love it. Why? I love it. Uh, I love why, the fact though? that we we'll dominate this sport that we don't even like.
3: Yeah, but I mean. Or at least that I don't even like. First of all, it's not, we, don't, we don't dominate the sport we don't dominate the sport that we don't even like. It's the third it's a record third we, It's title. the women's version of it. Yes. It's like saying we dominate yes. basketball because we win WNBA championships. <laughs> that's not that's not what that means. <laughs> well, uh, we dominate the women's we circuit. We do win the women's circuit. But of course the male circuit where people have been focusing on the sport for a long time, we still get beat up pretty badly. But again, I don't care if we get beat up pretty badly. I don't care if we win or lose. I don't care because the sport sucks. It's a crap it of a sport. I don't like it. Uh, and I, you know, I that's why I like I don't really care about it. But honestly, if I had a choice, I'd rather just have them loose. and just go away and, and, and do their thing because I, I'm sure they're great. Uh, I'm sure they're wonderful people. And I'm, I'm personally yes. glad. Like, look at the smiling faces that are, by the way, not pretty in any way. <laughs> uh, in fact, I don't even notice that any of them are attractive. Uh, but if, uh, but the fact that they're smiling—they're all neutral faces, right? The fact that they're smiling makes me happy for them personally. But as far as the country goes, mm-hmm. bringing the country down—you uh, uh, win a soccer uh, title like this, more people get interested in soccer, which makes the quality of our sports programming drop, and that is not what I want. No. It's not what I want out of life? I don't want more soccer highlights. I don't want any of that. And like the fact that you know, the one thing that might make people interested in women's soccer um is uh you know people were pointing out well well, this particular player who had apparently posed for modeling shoots because she was so pretty uh and they highlighted that fifa apparently posted something on their website they're like uh she has a, a beautiful game and a face to match or something like that like sexism how dare they oh i guess she irons well too doesn't she it's like I'm sorry. People have never noticed that Tom Brady is good looking before? Is that something our society has never noticed? Really? How Mm -hmm. many times do you talk about uh, women? How many times have women made the comment, like, oh, I don't like football, but I like those uniforms? I mean, it is a standard part. Athletes are in good shape. A Mm -hmm. lot of them are attractive. That's okay to notice. Mm -hmm. If we're in a society that can't notice that athletes are attractive, then we're just in denial. ESPN does the body issue every year which I believe uh, your guy uh, Bryce Harper is on uh, the cover of. Uh, I thought oh, you is might really? want to check out his body. He looks very sexy. But apparently that's something that people notice because they're humans. Yeah. And humans notice when other people are attractive. Uh, uh, that is something that we do. It's okay. It doesn't demean their athletic performance. In fact, usually, when someone's attractive, it means they're in good shape, which mm-hmm. enhances mm-hmm. their athletic performance. Mm-hmm. You know, we are just in a society of denial. These basic Indeed. human things that everybody does, everybody mm-hmm. notices, we're supposed to not notice because of political correctness. Speaking of Bryce the Buddy
2: Harper, since you brought him up, mm-hmm. fastest uh, to 25 home runs at, this, at the midway point of the season, uh, fifth fastest in history of anybody 22 and younger, it's a, it's a lot of qualifiers, but <laughs> it's a little, it's little pretty bit good. of a qualifier. <laughs> However, the four ahead of him are a Rod and three Hall of Famers, so he's in
3: really good company to get
2: to 25 home runs at the midway point. Yeah, and he's 22.
3: And 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 to you were, you know, kind of criticizing my take on the soccer thing and the radio on the radio because mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, it's not really catching on. Let me give you this stat: between 8:45 and 9 p.m. Eastern. of U.S. homes in major markets with a TV were watching women's soccer on Fox. 31% of all TVs. That's untrue. That's
2: just not true. I won't believe it. (laughs) I won't believe it. Who said? Nielsen. How do they know?
3: They have monitoring devices on the television. Oh, okay, all
2: of a sudden. Oh, Nielsen they, is NSA all of a sudden? I, I don't have. They don't know what was on my television because there's no monitoring they thing on my a, television. A rating service. I'm pretty sure so. you're familiar with it being in radio for decades. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Uh, United States, though, is 25 in their history against Japan, they're 25 and 1 with six ties. They've dominated this Think about it, team. team. Think about it, Stu. So 25, 1, and
3: 6 against Japan. I wish they were 1, All time. 25, and
2: 6. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I do. Because you're, well, you're a communist. Then. Thank you. Kay? No, I'm not. What yes, you are. Yes. Japan is not a communist
3: country. It doesn't matter. There's Japan There's doesn't have to. You're the communist. You're not like the United States. the
4: United States of yes, America, Tommy.
3: Right. right. Well, I got news for you. Look at our right? leadership lately. You're telling me that we're not the communist country <laughs> in this scenario. <laughs> Probably closer than Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a good yeah, point there. Never
2: mind. All eight seven two seven. 888-727-BEC. is more patents too. That's inevitable. Here. You know, it's going to happen. What are you going to do? Hopefully you're going to watch. You know. What else They
5: won
1: five to two. That's
5: a great game. They were dominating all the time.
1: with you. Good. Good
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so much. Grease. I, there's not enough time today. No, to do the not. things we're going to do, including <sighs> a new spoons. Meaning Yay. we get to eat in front of you. On what are we eating today? Do we know? What is it? I... Any idea? Cereal. cereal. I like mm. cereal. So, what is it? A new, uh, new flavor of cereal that we've never even heard of before. I love this. That's the best thing. When yeah. you can have, a, we like to uh, taste, taste test products on this program. Um, because not because we want to eat on the air. Obviously, That's that would be science. silly. It's, it's because science. of science. That's why. What are you going to do? Do we support capitalism here? Yes. yes. So how yes, are these do. products that are wonderful and new going to Who get attention? Are we? Bernie Sanders? No. no, we're not Bernie. No, we're Sanders. not. Are you Bernie Sanders? Are you opposing no. this segment? Because if you are, you're Bernie Sanders times ten. Yeah. You might as well be the. Uh, I was going to mm. say the, the Japanese uh, so- soccer, soccer team, team, but I actually support them. <clears> so, forget yeah. that.
2: Okay, but what he Go said? Go Japan! What he said, except for the Japan
3: point. Flag and the sun and stuff. So I
2: guess none of what he <laughs> Yay. said. Yay! seven two seven seven B E C K. Greece, 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 Greece. What are we going to do with
3: them? <laughs> I, I first, don't know. It's a good know? question. I don't know.
2: You can't kill them. And uh, why would you?
3: <laughs> why
2: would you kill? <laughs> well, because they're they're just not behaving, Stu. Oh. OK. But you can't kill them. <laughs> no, you can't kill them. <laughs> Did someone actually say that you can't? Uh, no, but I'm just assuming you can't okay. uh, because we haven't. So otherwise we probably would have, right? Can't live with them. Can't, can't live him without them. That's what we're saying
4: about Greece. Can't live with them. Can't shoot
2: them. Uh, so anyway, the Greeks don't want no freaks. And so they said no to the, uh, to the uh, austerity measures. It, here's the deal, though. Why, why would you do tax increases, <laughs> another tax increase and more spending? I, first of all, it doesn't make any sense, and I see what you're saying uh, wow. earlier, uh, Jeffy. That's that's an interesting. Now,
3: for... I will say this: I do not notice if any of the females in this particular <laughs> picture are attractive. I want to, I want to make that perfectly clear. No, I was talking
2: about the man right there, who's got the peace sign or the yeah. victory sign. Uh, he was. There are several of
3: those. He's a handsome man. He's a uh, handsome for man for the celebration. You know, Greece is sounding like a better vacation you are than I thought uh, <laughs> just a few minutes ago. Wow. Um... So,
2: what were we talking about? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Back in just a second.
3: (laughs) Uh, No, uh, so, uh,
2: these stupid girls who are out there screaming are going to be wailing and gnashing their teeth when the economy collapses. Yeah, I
3: don't know. I don't know what, honestly, if I were in their situation, I would not support a country that would put themselves in this situation, obviously, because the policies that I would advocate for over a long period of time would not put them uh, in that situation. The, but you know, this country has put itself in this position by horrible policies mm-hmm. over a very long period of time, including a lot of corruption and a lot of uh, you know, misleading the people and thinking they had more money than they did. Mm-hmm. A lot of people running for office, giving giant promises of free programs that they couldn't pay for. And guess what? It's the same path that every other country on Earth is taking. They're just farther down it. So uh, you know, it's, it's a little disturbing that really this could be any of us uh, as far as developed countries go at this point. What, what bugs me the most is their attitude. It,
2: it's the attitude like, okay, yes, we borrowed $243 billion or whatever it was, and and now you expect us to pay some of that back?
3: Well, not, not some of that back, be clear. Only the interest. Only on, the interest, on right? That, yeah, only a piece of the interest. Which on is $1.7 billion. Dollars. Now, mm-hmm. for any developed country,
2: okay, is it a lot of money? For you and me, yes, but for a developed Western nation, no, that's not a lot of money. You can't even pay that back? You guys don't deserve to be a country. No. I, you, you really don't. That's pathetic. And Although, the
3: attitude is ridiculous. I will say that she is winning the over. They should be a country. <laughs> uh, she's now winning yes.
2: the over. Which one are you talking about? Uh, hmm? Are you talking about the guy in the front you know that there? One. Oh, yeah,
3: that guy. Yeah, he's, that guy. I meant right to right say there. There.
2: he. Uh, yeah, you meant to uh, say so he, he. He's wonderful. Or he might be gender neutral, and you were just...
3: Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be gender specific there. Um, yeah. I, I think... I'm I starting to think if I was in this country right now. You plop yourself in the middle of Greece right now, and you're coming up with a vote on this. Number one, I would want to be out of the Euro. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I would not stupid. want tax increases. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I... Is that stupid? Would you want so. to be? You'd want to be in the euro? No. You wouldn't but, want to be your own but, freaking country? You want to go back to the drachma? You know what? Yeah. Which... I want no control over some centralized government that's I making I, well, decisions for my country. What I would
2: have done is not join the EU in the first place.
3: Yes, exactly. Now
2: um, it's too late. But, I mean, if you're there... Now they've made, made their bed. They're going to have to lay in it. Or lie in it, to speak more correctly.
3: However, I don't know, because I, 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 I agree with you that it probably will collapse the economy. But I mean, the economy's already collapsed. It's already awful. Would it get worse? They already the can't term? get more than probably.
2: $67 a day out of their bank account. Yeah. And it's going to be tough to do that because the lines are forming again mm-hmm. at the ATMs. People are demanding their pensions again and being turned away. Uh, the banks are probably going to have to close again. So I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to
3: do at this point. It's a perplexing issue for Americans. I mean, Jeffy was really surprised because he heard that he could get $67 out of his account and was like, wow, there's $67 so let's in there? go. It? That sounds nice. great. Uh, but no, Jeffy, they don't put money into your account to get it to $67. Right. It's like if you have 100000 you can only take 67 out. It's a yeah,
5: little different.
3: Don't, don't they, huh? They'll They'll check. they? They'll check. They'll check the it? balances. No,
4: they're not.
5: Spoons.
3: <laughs> <One day. laughs> Coming up, by the way, later on the program.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Jeffy, for that uh, nice reminder. Also, uh, Latin America celebrates uh, Greek austerity's No vote. Handful of countries across Latin America congratulated Greece on their referendum. <laughs> These people are so stupid. Uh, uh, Argentine President Cristina Kirchner, whose country defaulted on a mountain of debt more than a decade ago, called the vote a victory. Greece, decisive victory for democracy and dignity. What the hell does it have to do for... Okay, because I guess it was a Democratic vote. uh, You shouldn't be able to vote on whether or not you're going to pay your bills.
3: (laughs) That's a a fair thing. Although they... This is, I mean, to be fair, right, this is a a vote on whether you're going to have new austerity measures that were not agreed upon in the initial decision, or the initial agreement. Now... The reason you need the new ones is because you're not living up to your original agreement. Correct. Um, but they're saying you know, new austerity measures. Well, you know, people keep you know showing, well, austerity is, a, is bad. I mean, it's, it's just cutting all these programs. Actually, it's also tax increases. And what they've shown in study after study is the part of austerity that works for a country is cutting back <laughs> on the programs. The part that doesn't work are the tax increases. <clears throat> um, right. It actually hurts the country. So this, you're getting a combination of both, which seems like to them, I'm sure, the worst of all worlds. They're probably saying, screw you. Default we will pull out of this thing and we'll, you know, we'll build our country on our own from scratch. And I can understand the uh, the temptation there. I mean, I-, I think it's a better, you know, the euro is a bad thing to me. Um, I would not want to be part of it if I were Greece. But you've got to do it in a way that's sensible, not just, ah, we're not going to pay our bills. We'll see you later. You don't want to be evicted from your apartment. You want to move to a better apartment. Yes, And they're essentially potentially being evicted. My my only reason to believe that this will not happen is that when you create something like the Eurozone, you create it to gain power and control. You don't create it to, oh, well, our economy will work 10% better and we'll be able to... Bull crap. That's what you tell people. You do this because you want control. You want to be able to, when you have a... uh, a uh, a global warming policy that everyone has to get on board with, you want to have a way to implement it. And they have control over Greece now, and it's going to be surprising if they let them out and risk this entire thing, uh, because it could be a domino effect where multiple countries collapse. Uh, You could have this whole Euro thing fall apart, and that would be a big deal. People want that control.
2: Also, the fact is, Europe could not compete uh, with the countries on their own against the United States. Mm They saw the European Union as a way to compete against the United States of America. It just hasn't worked out that way. They still can't compete. No. So, you know, e- even your combined effort of joining together as a continent
3: yeah. still well, can't uh, do it. It's like when Jeffy tried to say he identified as a female to play female soccer because he thought mm-hmm. he would dominate. And, and, and that has not, that yeah, did not He still occur. kicked his ass. That did not he occur.
2: couldn't even make a team.
3: The good thing is, though, there was no sexism. No one was like, wow, look at that hot chick to Jeffy. So no, that's right. the sexism was eliminated. As Jeffy was on screen.
2: Which is fortunate,
3: because that would have been offensive to us. You don't know that
4: there could have been someone. (laughs) No, there there wasn't. There couldn't have been anyone. No one one
3: looked. (laughs) No one looked, Jeffy. I'm sorry.
2: Sorry to break that to you. I'm so sorry, honey. Yeah, darn it. Darn, darn,
3: darn, darn. By the way, can you be sexist uh, and say there's no such thing as gender identity? Like, can sexism exist if there's no such thing as gender identity? My answer, um, kind of, is no on that, right? Like, if you're telling me that I can't be specific about genders, mm-hmm. which is what they're saying, mm-hmm. then how can I be sexist? I don't know, Stu. Oh, there is no gender, so how can there be sexism?
2: The world is too weird for me now. I don't know, Stu. <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. More patents, Stu, coming up.
4: What bathroom are you going? Do you going with the pants or the one with the dress? I, I just walk.
3: I walk into the wall in between them with solidarity for Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it does hurt, is but beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs>
2: I I heard on a local uh, Dallas station today that Ted Cruz has
5: raised $14 million. That's one-third of what Hillary Clinton has raised. She has raised three times as much as Ted Cruz. And they were saying it
3: just like that. What a dumb point. That's stupid. Because even if you want to, you can't compare. She's in a field essentially of yeah, one, right. maybe one and a half. So ridiculous. Where this is a field of 16. It's a field of 16 candidates. Right. The money's being divided up. Right. Actually, I mean, I was actually pretty impressed by his, he did 10 million this quarter, 4 million the first uh, And that's first just quarter. his campaign, right? And that's just his campaign. The big mm. issue that they were bringing up, the campaign was bringing up, was the super PAC money.
2: Which is a lot.
3: Yeah, they're saying uh, $51 million is that, uh, in does
2: three Does that months. include the campaign money, or is that all by yes, itself? it does include okay, the campaign so, money. So Cruz so far, Cruz and, and his PACs, have raised $51 million. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Maybe. In a field of 16. <laughs> Jeez, that's pretty darn good. Now, yeah. it's not going to be as much as Hillary Clinton. First of all, she's a much wider known commodity. Mm-hmm. She, as you mentioned, has... No serious competitor yet. No. Uh, so I mean, come on. It,
3: it's, I, I. think that's quite an accomplishment. Although I noticed you've been <laughs> ignoring the big story, which is that Jim Webb is officially in the race for Democrats. <laughs>
2: I was trying to get. I was trying to get by with that. you. You were hoping people yeah, wouldn't know hoping. about it, so they wouldn't donate hoping, money. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. Jeez.
3: I caught you again.
2: Uh, I caught you again. You did. You did so, Playing <laughs> partisan politics once again. <laughs> yeah, once again. Trying to keep Jim Webb down. So typical. Because people are going to love him. Yeah. They're going to eat him up. I read They're going to eat up his campaign.
3: And I read an article about the <laughs> Jim Webb campaign launching, by the way. We're going to get to some Ted Cruz here in just a second. Was it but huge? It was huge. It was, it was, it was, the point of it was that Jim Webb is trying to find a Democratic Party that no longer exists And the point is that he's—he was seen as a centrist, a moderate uh, Democrat, and just there's just no love for them anymore. They're gone. There's no place. He was a Clinton era, uh, Bill Clinton era Democrat. Mm -hmm. He was in the—he served, I guess, in the Reagan administration, some um, uh, some secretary of the navy or something like that. Um, And he was uh, turned Democrat, but a moderate Democrat. He was seen as sort of a centrist senator. Mm -hmm. uh, And there's just no love for those guys anymore. You can't do that anymore. There's there's no room for you in the Democrat Party because they're legitimately falling in love with an actual socialist and one who's just hiding it. Yeah. That's where they are. It's pretty Uh, frightening. Yeah. uh, One hope uh, for the Republican side is Ted Cruz. I think he's one of the best candidates uh, out there. I'm not, you know, I haven't agreed with every position uh, lately, um, and I don't understand his defense of Donald Trump. I don't know if Glenn got into that uh, with him uh, in this interview. I think it had happened after this interview actually uh, occurred uh, late last week. But uh, we wanted to bring to you a, a big chunk of this because uh, Ted Cruz is one of the guys. I think mm-hmm. our audience, he finishes first in our poll pretty much every month, um, and that may very well continue as we uh, will do the poll again this week. Uh, but here's Glenn with Ted Cruz. Yeah, I want
7: people to uh, read your book, and I want people to know who you are. So I want to start with your dad. That picture that we showed just a minute ago of your dad, yeah. his mugshot. Yeah.
8: Um, he wanted to fight with Castro. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Well, he did, and and as you noted, I mean, like dreams from our fathers, this is very much telling my journey and my family's journey. Every one of us were a product of our family's right. journey. And so it starts with my great-grandparents coming to Cuba from the Canary Islands. And, and my grandfather, uh, as a teenager when his father died, uh, growing up on a sugar plantation and, and, and trapped, basically, in indentured servitude. When he's a teenager, a bus comes by offering people $5 and a sandwich to come to a political rally. My grandfather gets on that bus, takes the $5 and the sandwich, and never comes back. And he goes to Matanzas, a city, city on the beach... And goes to work at a fruit stand, sleeps on the floor in the fruit stand because he has no money. In time, saves up enough money to buy the fruit stand, which in the years that come, he expands into a grocery store. And then it tells the story of my dad. And in many ways, growing up in an idyllic youth in, in Cuba, going to baseball games with his dad, going fishing. You know, it's interesting. They didn't use a fishing rod. They use a monofilament, basically just fishing line wrapped around a stick. And so when you caught a fish, it would cut you. And a Cuban fish story, he and his dad would show off the cuts. The bigger a cut you had, the bigger the fish, fish. was. But when he was a teenager, when he was 14, 15 years old, he became involved in the Cuban Revolution. And, and the revolution... Against his father's... Uh, you know, my grandfather knew about it. Uh, he wasn't terribly thrilled with it, but he didn't, didn't actively oppose it. Because Batista, who was the dictator at the time, Bad guy. was cruel. He was corrupt. He was basically in bed with the mob. You know, mm-hmm. you think about uh, the Godfather movies yeah. with the, you know, Michael Corleone right, right, right. In, in bed with Batista. There's a lot of truth to that. Right. And the rev- revolution in Cuba, it started with kids. It started in the student councils and high schools and colleges. And my dad spent several years fighting in the revolution. That picture you put up there is when he was 17. When he was 17, Batista's army captured him and, and threw him in an army garrison in a prison and and tortured him. And every few hours, soldiers would come in with billy clubs and, and beat him. They broke his nose, and that picture, his nose is broken. They shattered his teeth. Uh, you know, my grandmother told me when, when she saw him when he got out of that, that prison, that his Every stitch of clothes he was wearing was covered with mud and blood and grime. And when he was in that, that hole of a prison, he didn't know if he would live or die. And, and he told me, I remember thinking, he remembered thinking, he said, you know, I don't have any kids. No family depends on me. It doesn't matter if I live or die. Right. And, and yet, thank God, God had a different plan for him. So he, he fights... What changes? Well, once they caught him and knew who he was, they let him go. But they had uh, secret police tailing him. The reason they let him out of prison is they figured he would lead lead them them to others in the underground. So Castro had gone to the mountains at that point. And my dad wanted to go to the mountains and join Castro. But there was no way to get to him, particularly with the secret police following him. And, and so my grandfather said, look, you, you got to get out of the country. They know who you are. They're just going to kill you now. And so my dad applied to several universities. He applied to University of Miami, LSU, and University of Texas. And UT let him in. So it was 1957. I talk about in the book how he got on a ferry boat coming across to the Florida Keys. And, you know, he was embracing his mom and dad. He was embracing his sister, my tia Sonia. And he was scared. He was leaving his home. He didn't know if he'd ever see his family again. But he was filled with the hopes and dreams of coming to the new world. And, and that. So he wasn't a socialist. He just wanted the dictator to stop. Right, right. And as my dad describes it, the revolution were a bunch of 14 year old kids, kids who didn't yeah. know any better. They right. didn't know that Castro was a communist. Useful idiots. Yeah, yeah. And, and when Castro took over, My aunt, my Tia Sonia, who my nickname for her is my Tia Loca, which is Spanish for crazy aunt, Uh, she was still there, and and she fought in the counter-revolution. She burned down sugarcane fields against Castro. She fled to the mountains, and she and her two best friends, they they were thrown in prison, and they were tortured. And and, and it... um, My dad went back to Cuba after Castro had taken over. He was horrified by what he saw. And, you know, one of the things that really struck me, is, you know, when my father came to Texas, he was 18, he couldn't speak English. His first job was washing dishes, making 50 cents an hour. But he learned to speak English very, very quickly, and he began speaking at Rotary clubs and speaking about Castro. This would be 1958, before the Revolution. And praising Castro, well... When he went back after the revolution, when he saw what Castro had done, my father sat down, he made a list of every place he'd gone to speak. And he went back in front of them and he stood up and he apologized. He said, listen, I misled you. I encouraged you to support evil ends. He said, I didn't do so knowingly, but I did so nonetheless. That's what, I was struck by that part of the story in the book, that, that he felt so
7: strongly. I mean, a lot of people just move on. But he felt so strongly, he wrote letters yeah. to say, I'm sorry. It, 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 Do you think he I, still carries that around?
8: You know, I don't know. I think he feels he's made amends and he has spoken out. But he felt he had an obligation to go and look the people in the eye and, and to admit his mistake. And, and that was something, as a kid growing up, you know I I was visiting with with a reporter from a mainstream media publication this week who who was asking basically why do you feel obligated to follow through on your campaign commitments even though in Washington you get slammed by Democrats by Republicans by the media and I actually relayed this story and said look I heard this story over and over and over again at the dinner table from when I was three four five years old that Honoring your promises, standing up for what's right, even when there's a cost. I, you know, that has been, that was my father's journey. It was my mother's journey. You know, my mother, my poor mom, she gets a short shrift in, in this. I tell my dad's story all the time. My mom says, what, were you raised by wolves? Did you have a mother? But, but you know, my, my mom grew up in an Irish-Italian household working-class household in Wilmington, Delaware. Her mom was the second youngest of 17 kids. Jeez. Uh, you know, as I joke, they were Irish Catholic. They didn't know what else to do in a Saturday night. But... Oh, man, <laughs> 17. Could I... Grandma even move anymore? Well, you know, her uncle actually ran the numbers in Wilmington. He was a mobster. Uh, and, and her grandmother used to carry the numbers in soup pots. They'd take two soup pots and nest them. She'd have soup in the inner one, and in between the pots, she'd have all the numbers, and she would carry them for the mob. But no one in the family had ever gone to college. And my mom stood up to to her father. My grandfather uh, was an alcoholic, and, and, and he could be a mean drunk. He didn't think there was any need for his daughter to go to college. And my mom stood up to her dad. And she ended up going to Rice and majoring in math and becoming a computer programmer at Shell in the 1950s. And and it's something... In this book, I try to chronicle those stories of standing up for principle when there's a price to be paid. So you
7: could really, just based on these two stories, you could go either way. You could either be a revolutionary for good, or you could fall in with the mob in Washington <laughs> and run the numbers. Um, uh, is does your father's uh, cry against injustice? I mean, when he speaks, man, you just know. I mean, it, yeah, honestly, yeah. Ted, that's why I believed in you. I had I, it carried me over because I watched your father speak and I thought, this guy, it's the real deal. He feels it to his
8: soul, yes, yes. he had to have drilled it yeah. into you. Is that where this comes from? It, it is from the heart, and, and it is growing up as the child of someone who fled oppression. There was always an urgency to politics in our house. It wasn't just you read it in the paper, and oh, that's interesting. It was having principled men and women in office is how you protect yourself from tyranny. You know, my cousin Bibi, who is the daughter of, of my Thea Sonya, Bibi and I are very, very close. She's five years older than I am. And the two of us together, I mean we grew up hearing stories of our parents right. imprisoned and tortured. Uh, now, I have to admit in a Cuban household that's crazy the, the, in a Cuban household, there were typically two parties: Republicans and the communists <laughs> <laughs> and that 's only slightly tongue in cheek i 'm sure the New York Times will have a field day with my saying right. that but but it's so you're yeah, right at home in washington uh well it, it uh you know, you know I joke sometimes that 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 uh in the Democratic Party, they have a lot of ideological diversity. They have right. the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks. <laughs> right. right. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, look, when you've seen in your family freedom stripped away, it's not abstract, it's not theoretical, it's real and personal. You understand that, that the freedom is fragile. In the history of humanity, the, the condition of mankind has been. Predominantly a condition of oppression and a lack of liberty, the strong oppressing the weak, and this brief moment, this miracle that is the United States of America, is an exception from the annals of history.
7: Do you think that your father and I'm not going to ask you about you know your father um, above your dad, um, but in looking at you from afar, and I don't even know if this is
8: true. Do you ever use the word um? occasionally, but right. actually when I was a teenager and, and I was practicing public speaking and I would practice in front of my father's. You know, my father's a preacher and he's a wonderfully talented speaker. He's amazing. A- and when I would get up and say, um, or ah, look, my dad could be pretty tough. And he'd go, um, ah, what do you want to sound like a cow? Moo. Right. And it, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, it, it would uh, beat its way into Right. It. So did, did he... Do you think he,
7: in some way or another, prepared you for this? Do you feel like you've been raised up one way or another for this time at, and this position?
8: He certainly raised me with a passion for freedom, with an understanding that it is fragile and if it is not protected, as Reagan said, it's not passed down in the bloodstream from one generation to the next. Every generation has to step up and defend it. And then, one of the things that both my parents encouraged me to do it, when I was in high school is I got involved in a group called the Free Enterprise Institute, which, which had high school students study free market economics and the Constitution. And I traveled the state of Texas speaking about free market economics and the Constitution. How old so, were you? Started when I was 13. And, and so, you know, it's. You are, most people don't know this.
7: You are a world, literally, world champion debater.
8: I spent a lot of time in college no, no, no. debate. That's and, a yes or no question. Uh, I actually did not win the world championships. I, okay, I, but I was, you went to I, the world I, anymore, I, right? I did and com- com- competed well and, okay. and spent a lot there of time is a, There
7: Isn't there a, uh, an award named after you at Princeton yeah. or a scholarship? Um, um, th- 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 there is. There is, okay. I'm only saying that because <laughs> that kind of makes me tingly inside. We haven't had a good debater for the Republicans in I don't know how long. It's always been like, oh, dear God, please.
8: Uh, look, we are timid and mealy-mouthed and afraid. And, and you see Republicans when, they, when they're interviewed by, by left-wing reporters. And, and they get afraid. They want them to like them. Mm-hmm. They are not going to like us. They hate us. <laughs> I, I'll tell you a funny story. A, a young staffer in my office was commenting about a particular reporter saying, oh, she's really, really nice. And I actually stopped him and I said, "You know what? No, she's not. She wants to destroy you. Nothing would make her happier than to take your life and fillet you on the front pages. And don't think for a minute because she smiles and is friendly to you that it's anything else." And and isn't it, that pretty cynical? Uh, it, it is, but 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 to understand, listen. I mean, I agree w- w- with you
7: a hundred percent.
8: I just wanted to push back. To, I mean, it's a little cynical. <laughs> it, you, you, b- before we started filming, you were telling me about your ranch in Idaho, and you were telling me about the sheep, and the yes. coyotes ate the sheep. Yes. You know what? When the sheep are walking among coyotes, it pays to be cynical. Yeah. The job of the mainstream media is they see it. They are partisans. They are protecting Barack Obama, and they are ready for Hillary. And so what we need to do when we deal with the media is speak the truth, but do it with a smile. You know, Margaret Thatcher said, first you win the argument, then you win the vote. We've, the last several elections, we haven't won the argument. We haven't even made the argument.
7: Yeah, I was saying, we don't make the argument.
2: 88727 Beckett's Pat and Stu uh, at the box office this 4th of July uh, holiday weekend. It, kind of a weird one, though, because the 4th of July fell on Saturday, so there was sort of no day off, it, you know, unless you had a really nice employer like we do. Well, I think most people observed it on Friday. I think, mo- yeah, I guess. But it seemed like a lot of businesses were still
3: operating on, on Friday. There was didn't it? Businesses operate on the 4th of July. That's, it's not Christmas. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, was at, we were yeah. Glad, I wanted to go out and get ice cream, uh, which I do every day. And mm-hmm. my wife's like, "Well, I don't know if they're going to be open. Uh, you know, uh, it's the day to a be fourth, open. Uh, fourth of July. I'm like, they're not going to be uh, ice cream places. not going to be open on the Fourth of July. That's un-American.
4: That
3: it's is. like as uh, un-American as female soccer.
2: Yeah. And they, they were open, I assume. They were open, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the box office on this uh, 4th of July weekend, Jurassic World, still number one. It's been number one, I think, for four weeks now. Uh, made $30.9 million. And so it's up to a grand total of $558 million now. Hmm. So where does that put it? Like third all time? Is that domestic? five fifty-eight? domestic. five 558 hmm. is only fifth all time, Monster. I'm being told. Inside Out. Um, made thirty point one million. <clears throat> that's up to two hundred and forty six. One of the f- greatest movies
3: of all time, according to Glenn Beck. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. I mean, <laughs> it was okay. It was it was good. The problem is, like, we always get these say, like salesman job. from yeah. and, then, and then and then I, my
2: expectations were probably too high because he said one of the funniest movies ever. I think I laughed once. It was like mm, okay, like where was is this it thing over sc- yet? On the scale of I don't know uh, why I was looking at my wrist. I don't have a watch. On, yeah,
3: that's so. <laughs> weird. It's probably why you couldn't tell if it was yeah. over yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. did you ever, uh, did you, would you put it as good as Lego movie or? No, worse? not, not as, as good as Lego. And Lego, Lego, Lego movie, movie was good. I, like, I don't necessarily I like those. But I didn't love it
2: Yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty
3: good. Yeah, it
2: was good. good.
3: Yeah. But then it's also a movie aimed at kids. Right. You know, you have to I, take that into account. Yeah,
2: so you're just looking for something you can handle while you're taking the kids to it. Right. Which, right. I guess both of them sort of fit that bill. Yeah. Uh, number three was Terminator Genesis, which we've got a preview of if you want to see it. But I think they're pretty disappointed with the number. 28.7 million? Yeah.
3: And forty-four point one since it came out. I meant to. I meant to hit this. I think fourth was Magic Mike XXL. Or whatever. Yes, I don't even know what that is. It's a but. male stripper movie. It took a Chippendale movie. Oh. Uh, but the audience for for Fifty Shades of Grey was sixty-eight percent female. For Magic Mike, it was ninety-six percent female. Oh my god. Ninety-six percent. Um, and that's Pat. And then that's and it, it uh, that thing over there. Guy, uh,
2: some we can't. I mean, there's nothing we can Jeff. do really yeah, about that.
3: That one. Um, so that one was uh, was doing the show when we were in New York a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, along with uh, Dan Andros. Uh, and they got into uh, a somewhat heated battle, apparently. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, over really? the uh, the virtues. Almost
2: came to fisticuffs. Was there a Twinkie on the floor that Jeffy really wanted? Is that what happened? <laughs> no, that would not be a good battle. <laughs> no, uh, Jeffy would win we... that. Uh, uh, Dan would be dead. Yeah, Dan would be dead. So fortunately, it wasn't that.
3: <laughs> uh, no, it was about um, multi-level marketing, MLM.
2: Oh, wow, that's, uh, a, that's a hot topic for me as well.
3: Yeah, and you, the... the... <laughs> <laughs> the MLM world. Uh, mm-hmm. looks, I love the MLM world, don't you? I do. We use because oh. it's 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 a world in which they constantly advertise themselves as having nothing to do with multi-level marketing. So it's like. It's not like it's MLM or anything like that.
2: Mm, no. Now,
3: it's not MLM or anything like that, um, no. which is indication that, you're, that MLM not, is well, negative. why do I have a
2: downline and an upline
3: then? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: why is this thing built like a pyramid then? Right. Uh, no. It's, it's, now, it's if you don't completely know, different from that. If you've never been is.
3: involved in multi level marketing, and the idea is that you, know, you come in under somebody, you sell some product or service that people mm-hmm. might want, uh, you mm-hmm. get a fee for selling those services, and then the people above you also get uh, a kickback. So, like, because you're under their purview, uh, mm-hmm. you get rewarded when they sell something as well. So the people mm-hmm. at the top might do very well. Uh, the complaint about multi-level marketing, of course, is that the people at the bottom wind up spending money mm-hmm. instead of actually making money. Uh, so, that Dan, you true. and Jeffy, did you guys actually hit each other? Well, we...
4: Oh true.
3: Did I, you come to blows? Jeffy has Jeffy. No, but Jeff, we didn't actually get to get to it
0: on the air yet, so that's okay, probably had, why right away, we congratulations, didn't congratulations. Yeah. You had a child. That's yes, why. thank you. Uh, thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Pat, you said that, that this is bad. not a hot topic for you, but I... No, I said how, it is a hot topic for me. I was detecting the sarcasm. No, I, you, I... Is I, it really? I love this there's topic. No sarcasm? Because... The reason why it's relevant, I think, to many of us is because I think everyone has one or two or more people on their Facebook more. feed and in their life that constantly annoy
2: the mm-hmm. crap out of you. Mm-hmm. With, Unfortunately, you've
0: got to get in on this. The yeah. ones in, you know. in
2: my life have not been Facebook. They've been in real life. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're in your face, like in your living room, mm-hmm. like talking to you about this. Pitching stuff you some a product. You. Yeah, oh, it's not. Yeah, had, I had a guy, oh, had a, guy a
0: friend of mine from, from school. Who I hadn't seen in years, and so we all decided to get get together and go golfing. Oh, and great. so we're out there, two holes in, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, hey, by the way, check out all these products that I'm pitching." And we're just like. Really? You came out? We got together to go golfing, and you're dumping products on me on the third hole? Like, what is this? This is
3: ridiculous. Now, Jeffrey, you don't have a problem with this. But What's that's he's because supposed to do? You don't have relationships with people. <laughs> um, you are.
4: Well, right. It's very important if you're going to build a downline and create a successful business <laughs> that, you, uh, that you actually you build those relationships through business uh, and not throughout man. golfing right. just to goof off.
0: Uh-huh. Right? Time right. is money, Dan. Now, here's the problem with the building the business thing yes because this is how they nobody ever does pitch. it you they always pitch it and I, and I found this uh some guy some phd from you know yeah. with math yeah phd in math you know just that's it that's all he's got <laughs> economics but uh so he written reviewed 350 multi-level marketing companies wow. to see how many people actually made money pretty good the, the yeah. general you know thought is what you said you know a few people at the top make it now jeffy said oh oh well, people like make money on it yeah, so let's just run down a few of these here and, and you'll you'll sense the pattern very quick. Uh, Amway, ninety nine point nine four percent of people lost money. Airbus. Wow. 99. That's 99. even higher than I would
2: have guessed. Yeah, nine... but
4: does it talk...
0: wait, read just, that again. It...
2: Amway, which is, you know, I mean they are the world. The multi-level yeah. marketing we're yeah. we six
5: billion dollars in, in assets and no debt absolutely right. no debt and six billion dollars <laughs> access to all kinds of products like coke and pepsi and and we'll even sell you cars and you can buy whatever you want through us
2: i mean it didn't used to be that way it used to be the, shampoo products, products yeah, that are, are products. organically
5: correct you can use them as topping for ice cream yeah.
2: <laughs> But they, they threw all that out and they do this other also thing cleaners man. Right. but yeah. amway of the people lose money? Correct, because they can say that
0: they're getting all those assets, and they do have all those assets.
2: You want to know why? Because
0: all of the suckers who are getting in there to sell it Pay for it. Right. They're the ones that they're selling to. Yeah. Like, you're not finding this new market out here. You've got thousands of people who sign up for this, and they're all trying to compete against each other and awesome. sell the same thing. That's awesome. Now, so, Amway,
3: too. They, the owners are pretty conservative, aren't they? Yeah, I, they are. I feel like I, they are. I, I, they're and they're great good people. people. They're, yeah, and, and good here, people. But, I just don't like. Well, it's the idea multi-level. of. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on your expectation going in. Yes. I, I want you to get to the rest <laughs> of these uh, yeah. numbers here in a second. But it, it depends on your expectation going in. If you're if you're being sold something, and I don't think Amway necessarily does it this way, but it's like if you're selling like you're going to be a billionaire, yes. by, that's the wrong way to sell it. If it's something a little bit like where, you know, hey, you're going to get some extra money on the side, you maybe get a discount on a few products that you like, that's a totally different situation. And maybe that's the way that they go about it. I, I've never actually done the Amazon thing. That is the problem. That is exactly where I draw a line
0: to, because this is technically not illegal these people are willingly going in there, and they're willingly going to sell things. But it's when you'll notice the difference because I'll I'll give you an example. Pampered Chef is one that, like, my wife went to like a Pampered Chef party. I still have a couple of stoneware products that that. that are great. Oh,
3: really? We have stuff from them too. And so, and
0: like, but that's how they view those parties as. Hey, you know, I just I like these things, so we'll all get together, have a good time. If you want to buy them, great. But what where you see the difference are is when instead of promoting the product, they promote. Mm this lifestyle. Do you want to work 72, uh, you know, make $400 million a minute, but by working at home with no effort? They won't, if you watch some of the online videos, if you want to spend some fascinating moments on YouTube, just search around some of these people (laughs) pitching MLM, they won't mention the product for 20 minutes. They'll go on and on about systems and getting people under you and working at home and this flexibility and blah, blah, blah. They're not selling (laughs) a product. They're selling, they're trying to get you to buy in so that you spend the money on the product and you're hoping to get this great life.
3: so I know, Jeffy, you which were exist. initially <laughs> drawn to MLM because someone told you you could get people under you, uh, which is just something that sounded nice to you. Right.
4: Uh, um, which was okay. initially why
0: I got out of it after a little while. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so give us the rest of these, these companies. The so numbers. a
0: lot of these I've never heard of, but Start these are. Start at the are all,
3: beginning again. All right, so Amway. that's amazing.
0: Amway's a big one. 99.4%, uh, uh, 99.94% of people lost. That's one in, one in 1,667 in, in profit. Uh, Airbonne International, uh, 99.4% of people lost. Cyberwise, 99.4% of people lost. EcoQuest. 99.5% Ninety four ninety nine point five percent are you seeing a pattern? F H T M, ninety nine point two percent lofts. free life, ninety nine point three percent, herbalife, ninety nine point four percent. and it goes on and on. And I, you know, I've never heard of a lot of these, but ninety nine point seven percent, ninety nine point nine percent, ninety nine point five percent, ninety nine point two, ninety nine
2: point seven percentage of any of these MLMs. Um, is it, is it anybody at 50%? percent i I'll keep going, 99%, 99,
0: 99, 99, 99, 99, they're all 99. Uh, um, I have to go find no the exact No one squeezed into 98? No, he said, here, hold on, let's <laughs> A see. A lot of people not willing. Here, I'm going to read oh, wow. this guy's summary here. A lot here. of says, not willing to work hard. In, in, <laughs> and that's what the MLM people at the top would say, to, to mm-hmm. make you, like, when you're you're going to lose, so they say, look, if you just don't have the system down right, then, then, hey, well, we, you know, look, and you that leaves have better an awful lot, lot of people that still want to be successful. So, so here's what he says to, to sum it up. He says In every case, using the blah, blah, blah framework, the loss rate for all of these MLMs, all 350 MLMs that they looked at, ranged from 99.12% to 99.97%. Oh, my gosh. With an average of 99.6% of participants losing money. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> One in 238 actually profited after subtraction subtracting expenses in about 996 out of 1000 lost money to say nothing about the time invested in loss yeah. and so oh, it's crazy and, and I mean, so you know that's the problem i have wow. where cuz i had a friend who good stats I had a good friend who, um, uh, one of the, the ones she was in is called uh, You Should Be, I don't know, like World Ventures or something like that. Mm-hmm. They were on here too. They were also in 99. Here they are, World Ventures. Selling uh,
2: timeshare condos or something?
0: Yeah, like trying to get you on vacations and oh, stuff. Man. And so she's Been a single too. mom. And she just, and like she got lured in by that pitch of, like, I'll be able to make extra money. And, mm-hmm. you know, she had a busy life. And, but she, had a, she has a good job as, an, as she's a nurse. And she was spending all this time flying. To, she said, I have to go to work. Well, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to one of these conferences. Well, you pay for these conferences. The people, the, the people of this company are making hundreds of thousands
3: of dollars each time they have these conferences. They don't pay for you right. to go out and there. That's the and, and that's the business. And that's the business. It's not about yeah. selling the products. It's about having the conferences, and right. that's how they're earning money. Right, so you right. make
0: money. So, so anybody, anybody making money on, on this thing is doing it by luring up. They got in the very first, the f- very first handful of people that get in on it maybe make some money and they do it by luring other people in to spend their money and they lose money that's where I have a problem with it it's it's no no no, no, slide over this way let me see no no you're not going to look at this
3: Jeffy, you can't read? What are you, yes. what are you doing with a paper? I can see
0: numbers a little bit. Here. Anyway, that's where I think it's morally wrong to, to sucker people into this yeah. with this promise of this better life and then they just are just going to lose all the
3: money. First of all, that they put I, in I think we would all agree that it shouldn't be illegal, right? I mean, we're not no. looking for ag- additional regulation no. on this. No. Right? I mean, I, I think you're talking about How you sell it. And if you're selling it as you're going to be a billionaire and live on the beach forever and it's going to be really easy, that's probably the wrong way to sell it. Where if you're saying, hey, you know, look, you're going to have parties with your friends, maybe make a few extra bucks, maybe get some free merchandise, some discounted merchandise. It's it's never been pitched to me like that.
2: So so you have had it pitched multiple times in multiple cities. I can't get away from the Amway people. Yeah. I, I can't get away from multi-level which, marketing uh,
0: which, which, It's uh, Amway. Amway.
2: As a rule, it's Amway. Really? And, and, and the worst example of this uh, came when we were in uh, Connecticut the first time. <clears throat> so you know, Jackie and I were, you know, late 20s, and we had these friends who uh, who had a, a son the same age as ours, and um, and he was like. A neurosurgeon or a neuropsychologist or something. I mean, he was he was a doctor, Mm -hmm. and he had a really good practice. But he wanted to spend more time with his family, so somebody pitched them on Amway, and he knew how what it
4: took to be successful.
2: They bought in hard. They bought in hard, and so they were at our house a lot pitching the Amway thing. I mean, they really pitched it hard, and we're like resistant because we've been through down that road a million times with other people too, and we're like, no, 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 (laughs) no, it's not us. I, I, I don't do that. Yeah. I can't sell to people. Like, no, I don't want to push things on yeah. people. And they're like, you don't have to do that anymore. Now it's, you know, you sell Coke, and if they're going to go to the grocery store anyway, and and then you're going to make all this money, and then you won't have to work so hard, and then maybe you can just do this full time, and it's it'll only take a fraction of your time. and You spend more time with your family, and that's how he was pitched. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he thought he was going to be able to, you know, sit at home and not do his practice as much and just... Make a lot of money. How did yeah. it work? Uh, well, a year later, after we finally said no, we're not doing it. A year later, way too long. We're asking him. So, how's it going with the Amway thing? <laughs> oh, we're just getting it going now. It's just starting. Oh, yeah. We made like a hundred and thirty dollars last month.
5: <laughs> uh,
2: hundred and thirty dollars after <laughs> yeah. a year. Okay, so. <laughs> Three years later, so how's the Amway thing going? Ah, we haven't had the time to really devote to it, and so yep, that's we're not really making money yet. So eight years later, we're, in, we're, in, we're back in Salt Lake City or maybe even in Houston by now. And so it was maybe 10 years later, because I think we were in Houston when she came out and visited us once. And we're like, hey, what you guys doing Amway? Oh, yeah, that didn't really work out. Wow! <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. After you beat us over the head, over and over and over, and you were so sold on it, and then you wound up making—they made zero dollars from it—and yeah. then they just finally, over time, gave it up. That's yeah. part of the problem. It though, just doesn't just work.
4: Beating the same people over the head with it—you have to, you know, hit and go. Are you an Amway go. salesman? You have to move and go. I'm telling you, that's what to build a, to build to build to build a team <laughs> yes. and make money. Build a downline. You have to be able to say, "Hey, this is what I've got. You mm-hmm. can you can buy in, you can work hard, you can make some money." Yes or no? And you can't. And no. when you're in, if the person says yes, you spend time with them, let uh-huh. them get them started and move on. All right, so let me and tell you, Mr. Amway. No, then Let me you ask say, you. Thank you very much. Move on. How much money have going. you made from Amway? <laughs> how much money? Well, total? first of all, I, I
2: I've uh-huh. never been part of Amway. Okay. <laughs> You're okay, part what, of one of these other successful what MLMs. What MLM did you get into, you and you have made no. how much money on it? I have made a lot of money. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> money. Did yeah. you actually do one? Yeah. Have you
3: ever? We you actually. You've done it, haven't whatever.
2: you? You've done it. Yes. yes. Oh.
3: Which? Okay. Yeah. I believe that. And
4: and and I got in because my my cousin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One of the ones that started it. Sure. And You've His made so much. Rich. He
0: made a fortune. Did he yeah. really?
4: Yeah, he did, actually. He made a Bull fortune. Bull
0: th- crap. When no ever made you, a fortune. No, yes, he did. Started, when you started. He yes, he when did. You start, Pat, i got to tell you. The, the other thing that get, got me pumped up about this is I realized one of my neighbors is an MLM like, Kingpin. Oh, my like, And he's got, you know, the house is nice. He lives in a nice house. But uh-huh. but I noticed him because they, they have, like, Maseratis and boats and all these awesome cars. And I'm like, wow. dang, I'm like, what does this guy do? And then another neighbor told me, because I have another neighbor who's like, Jeff, like, right, you're going to get a direct sale. <laughs> this is, this is a billion-dollar industry. And I and so they have this car with, like, an ad wrap on it. And I won't say which one it is. but. Right. He uh, apparently, but I looked it up, and it's this guy, and he started it. He's on the YouTube videos, uh, doing the whole. thing. So he's thing. at the top of so the he's pyramid. He's at the top. He started. If you want to make money on MLM, the key is just start your own MLM and then rip everyone else off, and they'll just pay you money to <laughs> to, to go in on it. Penn and Teller did an episode on this. Uh, I highly recommend watching it. I think it's online somewhere, but. But they, it was there was one that where this I think it was like man cave or something, and it was like like pampered chef, yeah, okay. but you you had all these man cave products, and oh, you had to throw a party with all this like free free meat, and you grill out and have mm-hmm. a good time and beer, and so he's interviewing the guy, same thing, it, like your friends, like oh yeah, just getting it going, we don't have anything yet. And so Penn and Teller did this graph, and they were showing you like how many people you needed on your, on your downline for it to go. And he's like, after yeah. like six levels or something, it was like a billion people, like more people on the planet, you know what I mean, <laughs> Need to keep it going. And he goes, and they're all trying to sell each other bratwurst.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so right, not
0: only do you man. need that many people, you're all competing against each other, doing the same exact thing.
3: It just yeah. doesn't work. Now, seriously, we should say before we leave that Dan and I, both engaged in a multi-level marketing scheme. In our youth. uh, In our youth. Um, Was it after high school? Somewhere like after high school years? That fuzzy area in between uh, high school and college. Right. (laughs) And so this is the product we bought in on. And we actually have the ad for it. And and in today's today's terms, it seems ridiculous. (laughs) But I will tell you, it seemed like the (laughs) best opportunity of a lifetime (laughs) when we watched this commercial. It, It worked on us. I mean, we were a 1,000% yep. convinced we were going to be rich off of this thing. Like 1988, 89, Nin- 94, 94, 94, 95, 94. Okay. okay, so here's here's the ad. Watch.
6: <laughs> the second way to make money that I stumbled onto was placing tiny classified ads in the newspaper. If you create and test one tiny classified ad in the newspaper that makes just 30 to $40 profit in a week, it could make you a fortune a because fortune. the secret is Susan learning how to take again. that one tiny classified ad that just made 30 to $40 profit in a week <laughs> right. and to realize that you could now take that same exact ad and place it in up to 3,000 $3, other newspapers around, newspapers around the country. He's That's right. what He's I, I did. I found off. tiny classified ads that made 30 to $40 profit in a week and I placed those ads in around a 1,000 other newspapers around the country. That's how I generated over $50,000 a week out of my one-bedroom apartment. Week. And in my Making Money package, and it works so I'll well show you some secrets about person. placing ads making, that's going to make you, you wish ads. you started oh, doing this help. five I'm years mo- ago. And there are <laughs> millions <laughs> of <laughs> different types of ads that you can create. I've been talking about doing this so for the, the last product? five the years, and you I'm still placing yeah. classified ads you in newspapers all it. it's over that the easy. country every day of the week. <laughs> I've been doing this for the last five years, and I'm still making millions of dollars doing exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and now there are people that got my making money package, and they started placing the tiny One, classified ads in the newspapers full. just like I did. It's
2: so great. Dom so is uh, then, now dead, by the and way. And then He's
5: I dead. had another idea where I would actually remind people that it was a birthday of somebody you knew. That's yeah. what we bought it. And I would a, send yeah. them a notice. That's a good
3: idea at the time. Yeah. That's I will say at the time, because, uh, no, at the time no. it was a great idea. Because this is pre-internet. On. This is yeah, pre-smartphone, pre-smart yeah, yeah, yes. right? right? So the idea is you're going to forget, <laughs> it's called the National Reminder Service. Oh, yeah. And so it was you bought this package, and they sent you, like, 50 of these, or actually it was hundreds. So these national yeah. reminder service packages, and you paid like it was like a hundred bucks or something, and you were the, the price for it was twenty nine ninety nine, and for the entire life if you sign up for the service, you would get a reminder postcard <laughs> saying hey next week is you know whatever mm-hmm. Pat's birthday, mm-hmm. and at the time with no internet it seemed like a great idea. Plus it bro- when they broke down the numbers, the bottom line was even if you gave them all away the for free, likely you would probably make. Uh, more money if they just filled them out because you've got kickbacks on the cards because the cards would come to their house and they would have advertisements for gift baskets right. on there. Right. So I if they the bought the gift basket, you you couldn't get a lose. kickback. you, you could, could not lose. lose with so. the exception of the minor part <laughs> that we did not. We sold one. Uh, and it was to my mom. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: and that was it. You did one. sell one.
3: We're and she did not fill it out. I, I, so it was, what's wrong
0: with your mom? We what's were... Com- uh, yeah, what
5: the heck happened with Linda I think himself? we
0: were smart enough not to approach my mom and dad. They would not have bought it. <laughs> they would not. Uh, your mom was sympathetic to our plea. My, my mom would have just oh. smacked me in the face and said, what are you doing? And the problem Idiot. was, what, just what you said, what are you going to sell?
5: To place a tiny classified ad in newspapers all over the country, <laughs> what are you going to sell, though? Right. Well, that yeah, was what do you f- have to sell? This yeah. is
3: why we like the National Reminder Service, because it was an actual product. That it wasn't was, yeah. coming up with yeah. the ad. It was right. just a product. The right. issue, though, of course, is, uh, you know, th- you realize when you watch these things is what their business is, is you. Like, you're watching their tiny classified ad. Mm -hmm. The equivalent of their 25 side ad, ad, which has nothing and no product. And you're buying the no product. Uh Like, it's amazing that you don't see that until you, like, step back and, like, wait a minute. They are, that the thing they're talking about is working for them. Yeah. But I'm the one who's making it work for them yes. by right. giving That's them right. the money.
0: Because right. why, you know, why would would why why else would he give away his big secret on television? You wouldn't like, if, no. if his success was really built on these crafty ads that he was placing in there, why would he want Just the keep same it. newspaper to be flooded with the yeah. same ads from all these other people? Pr-
2: before you get too pissed at Don Laprie, should probably be mentioned we lost him. We yeah. didn't yeah. lose him. We yeah. lost him. Yeah. what, that,
0: 2010? Know. It was. A, it wasn't that long ago. 2009. Two thousand nine. Did he commit yeah. suicide? Yes, because he because he had started up yeah, a. He new... Was he jail. was in jail. Jail, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was in prison for that something. It wasn't suicide. Well, he started a new mm. a new MLM. It was like so, it was like some some vitamin pill or, or vitamin yeah. or something, and oh, he tended right. to get in trouble with like the FDA because it was.
2: Yeah, he made some kind of claim. He made
0: some kind of claim that it you it, know the, cured he cancer couldn't or back something, up. but yeah, and so he tended to get in trouble for that. He was on trial. In prison awaiting trial, I guess. You mean the greatest vitamin in the world? It is the greatest
5: vitamin in the world. (laughs) Month after month after month from my tiny one-bedroom apartment. Placing tiny classified ads <laughs> where I sell the greatest vitamin in the world, so that people can remember birthdays.
3: Oh, Wait, that's man. what the vitamin does. Yeah. Okay. Just each vitamin has all, all, of, all of your businesses. birthdays. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. great, but and that is the thing. It's like you get down that road, and it's, it it feels like you're just. Just one little break away from making a million dollars off of this product. Yeah. And they and shame then, you. They no.
0: shame you if you don't get it. Like, as yeah. like, Penn and Teller did a good job of this, they pushed back on a couple guys that were like, well, you know, what about the people who aren't making it, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're like, well, look, then they're just, they're not, you know, they're not applying enough. the system correctly
3: and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's just, it's sad. Unreal. It's, pathetic. Unreal. it's Well, I mean, Jeffy supports it, so probably yes. sad. it's sad. It's like Jeffy's life, which yeah. is sad.
4: <laughs> More patents too coming up. And like Don, I've been charged with 41 counts of conspiracy, (laughs) mail fraud, wire fraud, promotional (laughs) money laundering. From my
6: tiny
5: one-bedroom apartment. (laughs) Jeff, Jeff, stuffed in the tiny
6: one-bedroom
2: apartment. Mm -hmm. I really miss. Those uh, Don Laprie late night ads. Me too.
5: From a tiny one bedroom apartment, month after month after month, I was making eighty thousand dollars a month, month after month after month, from my tiny one bedroom apartment.
4: You claimed in that video was fifty grand a week.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah. it seems so That's easy. That's true. To- because, like, okay, basically,
2: I mean, it's $200,000 a month. And actually. it's
3: funny, what he's advertising is essentially a precursor to what we're doing now with the Internet. They, all the Correct. digital advertising you do now yeah. is that same way of test a bunch of stuff, wait for one to connect, and then pound it, all, you know, as much as you can over as many websites and areas as you can. He's essentially doing that, except the difference is you have to have a product. Yeah, it's not just the about thing. the marketing. You have to actually have something to sell. And, uh, that and that's, what, that's what he never covered. Is it,
2: it was like you can sell anything you want, just put a tiny classified ad in a bunch of newspapers,
3: and it 'll sell well it seems like because it seems easy like all right i 'm going to put a cl- an ad out and it 's got to make thirty dollars i 'm sure I could copy right. something that's going to sell thirty dollars worth and this is before the internet like I remember like I think you' be surprised. EBay. I think you'd be surprised. Oh, well, I, I A tiny classified ads, nobody even looks at them. Right, of course. It, back uh, then, it was a little bit more prominent because, yeah. you know. Uh, a little bit. People read newspapers. Yes, they do. But, like, I remember thinking, like, you know, all you have to do is put, like, a piece, some sort of information together. Because it was at the point where, because um, once you get into the reading about when they send you the big packet and you're reading about it, they're like, eh, you know, even if you come up with an idea like, uh, here's the best way to, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, register to vote. Like, there was, it was examples like that. Like, mm-hmm. here's obviously the dumbest thing in the world anyone could find out. But if you package it in a way, you know, you get a few sales per, per, you know. Per ad. Per yeah. ad. And you get 20 30 bucks, And then you, you just mm-hmm. multiply that all over the country. And then you, you get him $50,000 a week. That's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all of a sudden, those checks just roll in. Man. Right. They just right? roll in. And then you're set. You don't have to work anymore, and it only takes a few hours a week <laughs> yeah, well, to make eighty thousand dollars. That's a week, it. That's month it. after week after month after week.
3: It's like that, that uh, old South Park. I can't remember what the exact wording of it was, but it was like you know, it was like someone pitching a plan like this, and it was like you know, ingenuity plus question mark equals profit. And <laughs> wait a minute, well, the question mark is kind of important. <laughs> well, <it's> like, <laughs> what's the question mark? Hard work. Hard work. What, uh, I don't think so. No. I think you need a product and an idea that benefits people.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you had something really cool to sell and it was 1993 and uh, you placed ads in tiny classified ads all over the country. And if you went to all the trouble of finding the way to get in touch with 3000 newspapers across the country, we provided that for you. They did provide that They for gave you. you the numbers. They gave you the numbers. Yeah, you just but had you call. had to call. And place the ad. And place the ad. Mm-hmm. And that's a hassle. First of all, you've got to get a hold of them. Then you've got to place the ad. And then hopefully, sometimes, sometimes you they even have to even do a little free. bit of work. Yeah, you've got to do a lot of work. And, and it's a hassle. And you're not going to get in a lot of the uh, papers. You're going to m- miss the deadline or no. you know
3: yeah. whatever. It's a full-time job to get the 3,000 ads 3, placed. In those ads? days, you were still
4: playing uh, long-distance charges, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it right. wasn't. You weren't just picking up the right. cell phone and dialing.
2: That's a great point, yeah. It's a stupid business. Triple, AAA- <laughs> That's why we're not doing it. Triple eight seven two seven. 727 back. 888 you're making all those long distance
4: calls, listen, I can help you out with a way to save money on your long distance calls. There you go.
2: Well, and then there was that scam. Well, that
4: was not a scam.
2: Changing your long distance service without your authorization. Well, without your authorization. But I'm authorizing. You're authorizing? I'm authorizing. I can save you a lot of money. Can you? Yes. Yes, I can. You could say anything <laughs> with a straight face. <laughs>
3: More patents, too, coming up at a set. <laughs> we got Spoons, we got Hillary, we got the big oh. update from Glenn, too, oh, uh, yeah. coming up.
2: Late 727 You're welcome, please, three. Oh, uh, yeah. I got the 24-hour emphysema thing going on. <laughs> you do. On. Yeah.
3: Um, by the way, we're going to have the, uh, the, the big health update mm-hmm. from Glenn coming up in just a couple of minutes, uh, so you want to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. First, let's go to uh, the campaign, uh, what's going on with it. Hillary Clinton uh, corralling reporters, uh, not in the typical way she does, which is just by threatening them, uh, but this time she actually put them in a legitimate corral. Uh, she actually roped them in. Do we have the picture? Look at this. They
2: are, uh, they're not happy about this either. Look at them, they're roped off this segment, this section.
5: <laughs>
6: I'm
2: trapped!
5: I'm trapped! Help me! Help me!
3: I mean, Can they just duck under the ropes? It's not one of those things too where um, she could deny she knew something. Look at this picture. I mean, she, yeah. the rope is yep, literally right there. feet in front of her. Yeah. And I mean that is that is ah. pathetic. Look how pathetic this guy looks. Right, I mean, look how pathetic he looks. He's being restrained by a rope isn't the thing with journalism, you're supposed to go wherever you have to do to get the story, like, I don't necessarily want to criticize the journalists on this because, honestly, it's not their fault, but mm-hmm. it's just so ridiculous. It How, is. Why are they putting up with this? Go after this woman.
2: Go after this woman. Well... Do something. I mean, she is getting some unflattering treatment from them, and I think this is the reason yeah. she's being so nasty about
3: it. In this. comparison to other Democrats. I don't think yeah. she's not getting a I mean, She's not getting treatment. what she deserves. No. That's for sure. Um, but... Uh, she, they are defending the corralling the press. Um, they tried to out, allow as much access as, as possible, but oh, sure they did. my view is it can't get in the way of her being able to campaign, right? Jennifer Palmieri said during a roundtable discussion on Morning Joe. Hmm. Uh, Palmieri, while well, noticing she was not there, uh, said the other option would have been to put reporters in pre-designated locations throughout the parade route. That would not have been better. Our imperative in our campaign is just different than it is for other candidates. Uh, we pay the price for with the press when we don't do interviews or do smaller events. Um, well, I mean, you, you pay the price. She does pay a little bit of a price with the press, but that's because she keeps treating them like crap. Um, however, the other side of that is she still gets a wonderful treatment as compared to every Republican candidate. Every single one of them. Even Jeb Bush and you know, George Pataki get mm-hmm. better treatment than uh, than Hillary. Uh, gets, or gets worse treatment excuse me, than Hillary, Hillary gets, so it's not that big a deal, but apparently that is a part of it. I mean, give you an example of how good the treatment is from the media, uh, from Hillary. Here is a picture of Chris Matthews who is m- in the middle of a parade march for Hillary. I mean, well, uh... I, I don't know, this is a person who's supposed to be giving you the news, right? Supposed to be giving you legitimate uh, journalistic analysis
2: Actually marching for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. How does NBC put up with that? How? I mean, you're supposed to be... I guess he's not a news anchor. He is a, he's an opinion
3: guy. Is he? So maybe they, maybe they give him some slack with that. Well, Oberman was an I opinion guy, and he made a donation. He got That's suspended. That's true. Uh, true. Uh, who else? There's another guy who got suspended on NBC for making a donation. I can't remember which one it was. Um, I would think that this is... Uh, you can't do this. Now, the, the weird thing with Chris Matthews is his wife is running for Congress as a Democrat. His oh, really? wife. So this he's, could have been a you know a rally where he basically thought it was for her, and he's walking and it's ne- a Hillary sign and someone snaps a picture. I don't know, um, but the bottom line is it's blatantly obvious what he's doing. He's obviously a supporter. He watched the show. You know he's a supporter. So I wouldn't necessarily suspend him. But if he, MSNBC applies their standards, uh, you know, consistently, he would get suspended for this. I would think
2: it could be that he's so old he didn't realize was it saying. wasn't his wife's uh, parade.
5: Uh, okay. yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> Mrs. Matthews Parade. <laughs> Have you seen my wife? Where's uh, my wife?
2: He was quoted as saying that. Oh, really? Where's my wife? As saying <laughs> How do they spell that? I think with a lot of A's. Oh, <laughs> a lot of A's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A's and U's, G's Ooh. and H's. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was nicely put.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll say that.
2: Yeah, I, I, he's eloquent. I mean, there's no way around it. No. Chris Matthews is an eloquent guy.
3: <laughs> we also had some big news uh, on the home front as far as this particular network goes. Uh, Glenn has uh, been having some issues off the air that we haven't really discussed. Uh, and uh, so there's some kind of uh, big developments that he mm-hmm. revealed today. I want you to watch the video and get the words right from him.
9: Hi. As you may or may not have noticed over the last couple of months, um, my uh my voice has been uh, changing a bit and because I have had uh, problems with um, my uh, nerves uh, and my vocal cords in the past um, where my voice has stopped working, I have been a little concerned, but I have really, really great doctors and um, this Friday I consulted with them and uh, and uh, they have advised me that I should um, take a few weeks off and rest my voice due to some severe strain that has, um, happened. Um, I just want you to know that, um, uh, I am, I know, um, what I have to do and I know, uh, how much work is left to do. And I know that, um, this is just a, another irritant in the uh, long road of irritants um uh, but it's not going to stop me and it's uh, uh only going to sharpen my focus i intend on using the next few weeks on intensive study on figures of the past figures of courage figures of people who have really made a difference um I also am thinking that this is going to be um, a great advantage for us um, as we get together for August 28th and 29th in Birmingham, Alabama. Because of all of the things that I do, it is very hard for me to keep um, uh, ahead of the game. And this will give me a few-week head start to be able to really focus on where we need to go next because I've been talking about a lot of things um, in the last, really, eight to nine years, and have been warning about things like a caliphate and civil unrest and the collapse of Greece. Um, And we have now seen all of those things come to fruition. I have also warned about the coldness of our hearts and the fact that we look for the speck in other people's eyes over the beam in our own. And I am probably the most imperfect messenger of this. And I really truly believe that this is gonna give me an opportunity to really do a lot of soul searching, to do a lot of um, reflection, and to, for the first time in about 15 years, really actually be able to listen more than I speak which is a good thing for everybody. So I appreciate your tolerance and I appreciate all of the radio stations and and the television stations and all of my partners in business uh, and for their understanding of uh, this sabbatical, if you will, and this time that doctors have told me that I need to take off. And I appreciate you for sticking with us I know the staff has this weekend been working overtime on trying to find the things that we can do that will um, enrich us and, and um, uh, keep us on track for where we're headed, and they're going to be doing some really exciting things both on radio and television that I think will help us because the time of looking and saying what's happening with the news is over. Now we need to start to say, what's coming our way, and what can we do about it? And that's where my focus is going to be. I'll continue to stay with you on Facebook and everything in written form. But as of today, uh, doctors have advised me to no longer speak for a while. And again, there's a lot of people in the world that are celebrating this, but it's only going to be for a few weeks. And I believe that it will humble me, it will make me a better man, and will perhaps teach me of the things uh, that are worthy to be said, as I measure every word now that I can speak. I think this will be a very good thing. So again, I thank you, I thank you for your prayers, I thank you for your concern, I thank you for your viewership, your listenership. So important, your membership in the blaze. I thank you so much for that as you keep us going here in this uh, troubled time. And I will speak to you again in about a month. Thanks.
3: So there you go. Uh, that's uh, Glenn, his message from earlier today. And uh, that's, I mean, he's off for a month. Um, you know, Ish. Yeah, Um, probably back. We'll know more probably after next week. Yeah, he's got a bunch of appointments lined up, so we'll see what happens. But if you spent the
4: video thinking to yourself, Glenn, clear your throat. (laughs) Do
3: this. That's (laughs) the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. He can't clear his throat. But uh, he's going to be back in about a month. Uh, The long-term prognosis is apparently pretty good. Yeah, it's really uh, good. So you should be fine. And this happens. Totally fine. know, it happens to performers. Uh, it happens yeah. to people who are singers a, a lot. Rod Stewart,
2: of course, had uh, nodules.
3: Yeah, there's another guy. Uh, Sam Smith, is that his name? Sam Smith? Uh, yeah, I, can't, uh, I think that's the way. Everyone keeps bringing him up to me when they're talking about this Glenn thing. Really? Um, I, don't, I don't know I don't Sam really Smith. Know, but he apparently had, a, he had much more serious, but he couldn't. Couldn't speak at all, and he's a big singer and couldn't even Who speak. Else had this? Didn't Mariah right.
2: Carey have something with her vocal right, cords? Right. And the guy we just had here in studio, yeah, guy. Matthew West. Yeah, Matthew mm-hmm. West. I think Barbara Streisand had something along these lines. Uh, you know, and so obviously all of those people have fully recovered and they can yeah. sing like birds, songbirds.
3: Sucks because I know this is a big uh, period for Glenn as far as he's you know really wanting to get people involved in, in uh, the movement uh, that he's mm-hmm. trying to work on here. That's happening in A twenty eight. Uh, and beyond, there's a tour, you know, kind of uh, you know, attached to that, and, and as far as we know, this is all going forward. Uh, the 828 thing, I mean, t- is definitely happening. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. As Glenn yeah. said, he's like, Everything's know, on. I'm, it's not going to stop him. It's uh, on like Donkey Kong. The, the message isn't going to stop because Glenn has to rest his uh, vocal cords. He may him. not sing again. Yeah, well, he may, he may not, not sing. And we're At least not in public,
2: it. and so that's the sad part of this. Apparently it will cost him his singing career. Really? Mm. Yeah.
3: It's terrible that you would
2: come back and maybe I don't know sound like Barbara Streisand or something.
4: No, <laughs> no, no. He also
2: will not dance
3: after this. So. I don't even know what that has to do with it, but apparently that's what doctors have said. <laughs> uh, so we appreciate uh, everybody who's uh, already sent uh, their thoughts and prayers. Uh, our mm-hmm. way. Glenn's going to be on Facebook a lot. so um, and He's already on Facebook a lot, but he's mm-hmm. really going to be on Facebook a lot now. So oh, my gosh. go and, uh, and uh, like Glenn. While you're at it, you can like my page as well, because uh, I will be adding things to the conversation, mocking Glenn through this period when he can't really nice. respond, yeah. uh, which will be great. In fact, in lieu of flowers, please send money to Pat and Stu. to
2: care of this radio station, AAA. 727 more to
3: and just don't make sure. You money. Just say, do not put it in oh. Jeffy's cubicle. No, no I, we're, we I'll accept 20s, 50s, I got it, yeah.
2: hundreds. No, do, no, no, give you a running total every day. I don't trust
4: you. Jeffy, that's right.
3: Spoons. It's a fabulous uh, section of this program in which we try new and tasty delights of capitalism. Uh, this today uh, is our, our product. It's called Ice Cream Pebbles. Now, you know Fruity Pebbles. You know, why are you eating them already, Joe? looks a lot like uh, uh, Fruity I'm Pebbles.
2: already. Although it's Ice Cream uh, Pebbles. What
3: are they? They're Ice Cream Pebbles. Now,
2: it's a rainbow of colors in celebration of same-sex marriage. I don't think that's true. I don't... It's not? It's, it's rainbow. No. It's not? Really? I, well,
3: look at the rainbow colors. Yeah, well, it's For rainbow sherbet. Oh, Okay. That's sherbet It is, rainbow. is the it's a rainbow. It's a rainbow. It's interesting too that uh, f- <laughs> we talked about this on Wonderful World of Stewart at some point. That pebbles and and the Flintstones mm-hmm. are used to market products, but the show actually only aired for like two years, 40 years ago. Like it The is, Flintstones aired for two years. Well, it was a couple of years. It was, like maybe mm-hmm. three or four years, but it was it was. It's been mm. off the air for it was six years. Time. Okay, I'm getting told six years. But it was not like... It's like Star Trek kind of has that, too, or Star Trek really yeah. Yeah. didn't... But they, they really monopolized on that franchise, Star Trek, where, mm-hmm. you know, the Flintstones, it ran for a while, then went away. They brought it back for a movie with, like, Rick Moranis in it in, like, the 90s. Right. And Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> and Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, sorry. Man. Oof. Oh, she's awful. Okay, so we have the ice cream Pebbles. We're going to give it a try. Uh, right. This is uh, our spoon segment today. We're actually In using celebration a of same-sex
2: marriage. No, I don't think that's <laughs> what they're intending. Pebbles actually married a girl. And Bam Bam, Bam married Bam. a boy. Bam Bam. Is that what we're celebrating? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, not bad. Nothing wrong with it. And the rainbow of ice cream colors is delicious. Is it really? It tastes like fruity Pebbles. Yeah. To me. Does it taste like ice cream mm. in any way?
3: It mm-hmm. does taste very much like Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> they're <It tastes laughs> so exactly of, the same to me. I think they actually are the same. They just made the colors a little different. Mm-hmm. They're, now, they're very good. Uh-huh. The key with Fruity Pebbles is, of course, to add the milk and to eat them immediately. If it sits <laughs> it at all, soggy. it gets very soggy and flavorless and very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's just why well, we're all shuffling this down and saying nothing.
4: Despite the fact that
2: we're on don't the milk. Well, but What? Just do
3: use milk. Eat it. Well, there's a lot of milk. I mean, I would say you can have some milk, but that would entail you walking six steps in a different direction, so I assume you're not going to do that. Too hard
4: for I, busy <clears throat> eating.
3: Mm. I will say, I would buy these. Now, I like Fruity Pebbles. Mm-hmm. They are very similar. Maybe there's a little bit of a. I can't tell if I could actually detect a difference. I was going to say, maybe there's a little bit of like a. If you
2: put them side by side, I don't think I could tell you which is which. We should do that. We should do that.
4: Because this is, I mean, this is a mm-hmm. celebration of gay marriage, right?
2: Yes. I don't think that's what it is. It's a rainbow of sherbet and same sex marriage and celebration of the Supreme Court decision last week. A lot of people are saying. I mean, is it a coincidence
3: that the rainbow colors came out today? I will say this is probably out in stores before. We just not say, say it came up today. We just have it today. Oh. What happens well, we is when mind. we're walking through stores, we see things that look interesting. <laughs> we just buy them and bring them in no, and say we want look to eat it. these on the air. Ice cream pebbles. Let's mm-hmm. eat them. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that the gay marriage ruling, mainly because of the legal background of it, is problematic for the country. Um, mm-hmm. However, the real problem and the biggest problem is with the widespread and uncontrolled presence of whores. Um, would you agree with that analysis, Thank Pat? Just like Paris, I, can tell you that I would
4: not agree with that analysis. There is
3: no
4: <laughs> issue, problem with
3: widespread mm. whores. It's actually a quote uh, uh, from. Well, I'll give you. I'll hold off on who the quote is from here for a second. But uh, the Nazis actually made sex dolls so soldiers wouldn't catch syphilis from prostitutes because the greatest danger in Paris is the widespread and uncontrolled presence of whores. Um, that is according to Heinrich Himmler, who was a much larger, widespread, and, uh, and dangerous problem. Uh, than the think prostitutes. So. Um, but not in Paris. No, in Paris. He in was Paris pretty too. dangerous to, Her- to okay. Paris. And pretty much anywhere else he stepped foot. Um, that's a bizarre <laughs> thing. I did not know really that. Really bizarre. Um, now, Jeffy, you know, I know uh, you have the a... The weren't of... that
4: good, first of all. Okay? So okay. I know there were soldiers and they were fighting and everything, but Dallas today mm-hmm. are superior.
3: Hmm. Okay, I'd, I don't I don't want know, to know any the, more information.
2: Mom, I think maybe you should be quiet the rest of the show. Yeah.
3: Or maybe the rest of the year.
2: Mhm. maybe the rest of your life. Mm. Wouldn't that it be would nice have... if you had the vocal cord issue, but yours was permanent. Wouldn't that be great? Cuz then I wouldn't be able to speak. Right. So typical. We lose Glenn and we keep Exactly. Mm. Right?
4: I mean how? if I had a vocal issue I ironic be is worse that worse than Glenn. it will be I wouldn't be able to say anything. Exactly. By the way, these are already soggy. <laughs> oh. That's how sure. fast yeah. they go.